Welcome to another edition of Movie Torture. I am one of the hosts, Roger, and it's, uh, again, November month, and I'm here with the, uh, I, I was trying to think of some creative, funny thing to say, but I'm here with Brad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Brad. It's just Brad. Uh, thanks, Roger. I'm glad you're here. Uh, I'm glad you showed up tonight after watching the Meg 2, or I like to call it Meg Dose. Or Meg Deuce, because it is a deuce. Uh, yeah. That would be Meg Ryan's face right now. Oh, my gosh, Roger. That's below the belt <laughs> there, twice. We're joined by producer Gary, who heard we were doing the Meg and came in dressed like a Megan at school. Oh, no. And he got this mixed up. He's dressed like a Meg, but it's really a shark, Gary. I, I thought uh, oh. he was going to wear his shark necklace with the shark teeth on it, you know? I thought he was going to come in dressed like a blow-up shark, honestly. Uh, no, one of those shark costumes with the... Anyway. Producer Gary's a lover of sharks. I've been over, and he has a lot of shark-stuffed animals. He's been to SeaWorld. Him and his second wife would go to SeaWorld every other month. Season pass holders to SeaWorld. He always sits in the splash zone. And I, and I, come in, I came in uh, saluting uh, Jason Statham with, uh, you know, shave, I shaved my head oh, for but, this one. You know, so. Yeah, yeah I, I shaved my head, too, for this. <laughs> Actually, I put on some muscles just for Statham. Meg two, uh, we yeah. actually we have a sponsor tonight, Raj. Oh, we do. Yeah, <laughs> this is the fourth movie in a row we've had sponsors, and yeah. I'm I'm and loving coming the out of the woodwork. They're coming out of the woodwork again. We're up and comers. We're we're going to catch you before you make it big, but we're going to make you big. Uh, Roger, do you ever worry about being bit by a shark? Oh yeah, all the time. You know, funny story. My mother and father in law paid for my family and us to go on a family vacation. And it was free. And we're like, okay, free's good. We went down to Florida. My wife and I are swimming out in the water. We're like, why is nobody out here this far up? We're up to our necks in the ocean. Come to so find you out. Were, you were four or five feet out. Yeah, we were four because we're short. We're, we're vertically challenged. And not horizontally, though. And uh, we looked around. We found out they had paid for a trip to the shark attack capital of the world. New Smyrna, Florida. So my mother and father-in-law, who previous episode you know, love them some, what's that movie? Fifty Shades of Grey. But they also love taking us to beaches where we can Did get Did they hit. have some insurance policies out on you guys when you're... I don't know, but if I'd had this, I would not worry. Yeah. Tell us what this is. Now you can show that shark what Chuck Norris feels like, fists feel like, with sharkles. The brass knuckles made... Just to punch sharks. One punch and the shark will die. These knuckles are not meant for whales or humans, just for sharks. Sharkles, don't become missing in action. Be the Delta Force and punch that shark. Thank you, Sharkles. <laughs> Producer Gary is... Are we going to buy... You know that what? Was, that was a biting spot right it there. Was, it was. Thank yeah. you. It was... It, Took the jaws to do it. Yeah. Um, we're going to provide everyone on staff a pair of sharkles, a set of sharkles. Um, Not to be used on family members and friends. Yeah, so if you're mad one night, don't put on your sharkles. They could put, put someone hey, down. That's it, Matt. What perfect additions you know, to have in your car, to have your NAS card from the previous month and your sharkles. That way, you know, if you have to 
ha, you know, throw some knuckles down. You know, uh, you can use the sharkles. Well, uh, well, now we're murdering people with sharkles. I don't think sharkles wants murder. No, they I, want to murder sharks. I'm just talking about knocking somebody out. You well, know? When I sharkle, when I Roger's sharkle a shark, who's cleaning that shark, shark up? <laughs> when I sharkle, shark. Roger's got some serious road rage. He needs the NASCAR. He does. He's got. He's a road rager. He's going to start driving with sharkles. What's, just to, what's that thing about the woodchuck? You know, woodchuck, woodchuck. Oh, woodchuck. Could, uh, wood, sharkle, wood, sharkle, wood, sharkle. I'm going to sharkle some sharks. Yeah. My wife's going to be like, well, we ain't going out there swimming, bro. I'm like, yes, we are. I got then my sharkles if on. If you eat the meat, that'd be sharkalicious. Oh. There we go. There's Man. another new sponsor. During Shark Week. <laughs> Why doesn't Sharkles try to get an ad on Shark Week? I feel like that yeah. would be better than even being yeah. on Movie Torture. Anyway, <laughs> Roger, tell us a little bit about Meg, the Megalodon 2. Meg 2 was a follow-up to The Meg from 2018. Uh, this one was released in August, uh, August 4th. Uh, it's, um, this budget was $129 to $139 million. The box office, Hold well, the box office was... Three hundred ninety-five million. That had to be overseas, right? That's not in just. America. It was well it's shown in U.S. and in China. Yeah, U.S. Uh, box offices. There's no way that that's. Well, Brad, you did go to see this in theaters, right? I did. I asked you to go, did, and you I said no. Well. <laughs> Producer just Gary was like, it. "I'm not going to see Meg Two, uh, the Trench." I, well, I figured. Okay, domestically eighty-two. Okay. So only eighty-two million of that came from America. So the China's the China people wanted to see the Meg because it was made in China. I'm sure, right? Uh, it, China and the U.S. Okay. So yeah, I, how much do you say this movie cost to make? One hundred and one hundred twenty-nine to one hundred thirty-nine million. What was that spent on the the crappy CGI shark? Probably. Oh my gosh, man. Because really the only superstar in this movie was Statham. How much do you think we producer Gary, you should add this up, the budgets for every movie we've done combined. And then how much every movie's made. Like he he pulled it out to start doing it. No, not right now, (laughs) producer Gary. I'm talking about like for homework. That's gonna be (laughs) Yeah. We're giving producer Gary I love that you were willing to do it though. He pulled his phone, he's like, I'm gonna get the work. I got this. I didn't know what you were asking at first. I was like, that's way too many numbers. I can't get that many numbers right now. (laughs) (laughs) Roger, uh, get your mind out of the gutter. It wasn't in the gutter, but it was just yeah until you said that. Um Okay. So uh Meg, um, yeah, it did really well in China. You wonder if, uh, if like, you know what else does real well, well, real well in China. What's that? Communism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a real crowd well, that's, pleaser that in was China. Kind of one of my questions. I wonder if this was supported by the chi- Chinese government that they said this is a movie you can go watch in hundred percent. It was because they they like you know manipulate that. Uh, and do you think China? had to see a final cut of this movie. Oh, probably. And there was it. nothing negative about China in this movie. Either. No. So does that make Jason Statham... China's going to shut our podcast down, by the way. Does that make Jason Statham a bad guy? Because I got to be honest, if I'm an actor, I'm not doing business with China. I'm refusing. I'm not doing it. Like, there's no way I'm going to China to make a movie to help support the propaganda of China. Yeah, you would never see one of our American sports leagues... 
um, throw millions and billions of dollars at China. I just yeah, and, who? Yeah, who? And a super think? mega star who you know. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. No way. You never, never see that. It never happened in the U.S. LeBron James. Yeah. Uh, the Meg too, though. I was okay. We watched the Meg for the first time this year at my house. My boys and I watched it. So when I said, "Hey guys, hey guys, we got our Meg two coming out in August," my my youngest was like, "Yeah, I don't care to see it, old man." But <laughs> my oldest was like, "Yeah, I want to go watch that movie." We went and saw the Meg 2 at the theater. And this movie, there's a lot to unpack in this movie because it is not on the Meg level. I, I do like the uh, the slogan that was on the movie poster. The Trench? Yeah. No. New Meg, old chum. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I didn't see the first one. What happened? <laughs> what happened to the first Meg? Well, Jason Statham had sharkles in the first one because he punched that Meg in the face like a mouse. I would <laughs> say, did he blow any, it up? Yeah. Anytime you see a man punch a Meg in the face, you know it's bonkers. So you go into this movie knowing this is not even close to reality. Because right? Jason Statham's punching There's sharks. no real Meg in the world, right? They're all fake. Yeah. They were around back in the day, but not like now. There's only great whites. Yeah. And a great white would lose in a fight with a Meg. But Jason Statham punched that Meg out. So in the first movie, the the little girl that's in this movie, mm. her mother was killed in the first movie. Wow. So which is why in, you know, um No, no, she wasn't. The mom refused to come back in this movie. No, the aunt. You're right. The one mom was killed, but the aunt didn't come back in this movie because I was disappointed that she wasn't back in this movie. Yeah, because it said following the death of Soon Young Zhang, um, Jonas had been raising her teenage oh, daughter, Maylene. That's her. Her mom. Her mom lived through the Meg, but they killed her off because she didn't want to come back and be in this movie, which I don't blame her. I'd have been like, nah, no more Meg for me. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Do you think Jason Statham, when he read this, when he... Okay, producer guys like this is what Jason Statham said. How much am I getting paid? And that's it. That's all he. I think that's all he because he does not care about being in a bad movie. Okay, but do you think movie producer guy was like, okay, we got a movie for you, Statham. It's called The Meg, and you're gonna get to punch Meg in the face. And he's like, I had an ex-wife named Meg. I'm going to get to punch her. No, no, not a woman, not a woman, Statham. We're not getting you me tooed. This is a shark. Oh. Oh, I can punch a shark in the face. I can't really do a Statham. He's more like this right here. Right? Isn't that more of Statham? Yeah. Like, he became Australian. That's I'm cool. going to punch you in your <laughs> face. That's he cool. went from being British I, to Australian. Well, I would say that that second one was closer, yeah. What? I'm going to punch you in your face. That's a little closer, but just... <laughs> he thought he was going in getting to punch a woman named Meg so he could take his aggression out, and the movie guy's like, no, 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 Jason. No assault on women. Only sharks. Oh my gosh! They had a disclaimer in this movie. It said no sharks were harmed in the filming of this movie. Yeah. Well, really? wait, really? <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't any real ones in this movie. Well, no. I love how I led producer Gary there, though. Well, I don't know. Sometimes they do that if, if there's not a serious movie, but I guess they tried to be serious in this one. This movie takes itself way too seriously. Yeah, I don't think you can do that. I think, I think. Mo- shark movies peaked at Jaws. 
the first Jaws, and then they all went downhill from there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I do like an actor in this movie, Cliff Curtis. He is slumming it in this movie. Uh, after I saw this movie, I sent Cliff a message. What? I did. I sent him a message on Instagram. Trying to find it so you can actually believe that I really did this. Did you tell him we were slumming it in the movie? No, I didn't. Here it is. I asked him if he wants to come on. And he said, hi, sorry to say I don't do podcasts because my life is private. I usually do interviews in person. And I said, thank you for responding. But he responded. You know who I'm talking about, right, yeah, Roger? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Did you know he was a break dancer? Cliff Curtis? When he was younger, yeah. I don't understand why he's in this movie. He's too good of an actor to be in this movie. Again, he's my favorite actor in this movie. He probably got paid. Oh, my gosh. He, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out what, what they made in this movie while you're... Keep talking, Gary. <laughs> Talk about your shark love. Huh. Say he's, uh, he's Roman Catholic, which I find... Yeah, of him, his descent. Uh. Okay, here's here's what they made. We should start doing this every movie. Yeah. Jason Statham pulled a cool 20 mil for this movie. That's not a lot considering they spent 140 making it. Uh, Sienna Geary, whoever she is, 1.5 million. Cliff Curtis, 700,000. He should have been paid more. Uh, the little girl, 300,000. Uh, DJ made two hundred fifty thousand. Skylar Samuels, two hundred thousand. Sergio Mencada, two hundred thousand. Wu Jing, one hundred seventy thousand. So none of them made Jason Statham money. But wow, twenty million! I would have done this movie for twenty million. So the first like fifty minutes. Okay, you go to this movie wanting to see some Megan, right? You want to see the good Megan, where they where the Megs just come up and do some eating. It's chomping time. You don't go see Jaws to not see Jaws be Jaws. Yeah. I don't understand why these movies are made where they don't let you see the Megan. You want to see the Megs. I swear, Roger, we spent the first 50 minutes of this movie without a Meg attack. Do you agree with that? No. There wasn't anything happening. Uh, they tried to break through the glass. He tried to break through the glass. Did he die at that moment? That's when he he went after the the Chinese dude who, you know, he didn't die. Who, who always put himself in a bad position. He didn't die though. No, he didn't die. So we didn't see any kills until like no. fifty minutes in. Yeah, I didn't even understand what was going on. They are down. How many miles below? Like they're way down underwater. They're like. 20 miles below, or a thousand, no, more than 20. They're like, they're probably like 10 miles below the, the they were in the They were in the trench. You know what they call it, the trench? Yeah, so they're in the trench. Are we to believe that the water pressure in the, in the water in the bottom of the ocean, they could actually get out in their suit and swim to where they need to go? I think we've had it in recently in real life where guys were in a, one of those and didn't even get out of the water. What was that called? The quest or the yeah. sea quest or something? Yeah, those people would love to have been in the Meg because yeah. then they could have swam at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Like, w do the people in China think you can do this? Like, is this a thing? 
I don't know. That would be maybe that'd be a good way if we ever went to war with China. Take them to the bottom of the ocean Say, and see hey, if they'll walk. We'll we'll take you to the trench to keep you safe. You know, not a bad move. I don't know. This movie to me was the the beginning part of this movie was not good. You, he should have. That Chinese guy or the Asian guy, I don't want to say Chinese, might not be Chinese. He should have been eaten at that point, right? Because he was an idiot. I I feel like you have to die when you're an idiot in horror movies. And is this even a horror movie? This isn't a horror movie, right? No, no. Is this even a shark I think this movie? is a thriller. I think is this really a thriller? Uh, were you on the edge of your seat? Uh, no, I wasn't. Yeah. Because it, it was so predictable. This... Look like Jason Statham was cashing it in. And see, that's the thing with Jaws. J- Jaws uh, could, can never be beat because when this they first put that out, that was the first time there was ever anything like that. Like, And it was so real life. And so, like, uh, so everybody who watched it just was like, I mean, literally, I remember being as a kid, that came out in like 77, somewhere around there. I remember being afraid as a kid to go out to the um, to the beach when I was little because of Jaws. I had nightmares because of Jaws, and I didn't even watch the whole movie. But yeah, like it was featured in a lot of the comic books I read on you know in the back that would have the picture of the movie scene. So yeah, we didn't even talk about the opening scene where he's in the shipping container. Like that has I don't even understand that scene honestly. I think it was just Statham trying to be like Jason Bourne. Yeah, and just show off his. Uh, but the sabotaging in this movie, there's lots of saboteurs. Yeah. That lady's a saboteur. That Skylar Samuels. That was yeah, she's a saboteur. I like saying saboteur. <laughs> Gary's over there reading something. What are you reading, producer Gary? <laughs> what are you reading? I'm just, I'm listening. I'm not. He's like not even, he's half paying attention. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of he, He's researching as, as right. we're going along here. Yeah. Uh, so... Let me ask you guys: Were were you not at a point where you wanted to see the Chinese guy and the and the the niece get killed just for because they kept? I wanted to see all these reckless. people get eaten and become chum. Yeah. Honestly, like I think it's time we see Statham lose to the Meg. There's no human on Earth that could beat the Meg, and we hadn't even got to the octopus yet. I mean. Now, see, I think what would have made this movie better is if he would have had an underwater car. You know, because he's he's really good in the driving movies. So ha- give him like a speedster that like a speedboat, Ooh, underwater like the Italian speedboat. job he was in. I was gonna say, so yeah. Now, now he's a spy in this one. See, he does a good spy type style, I think, in most of like the Fast and the Furious stuff and most of his movies. I thought. Sorry. And the uh, tra- the what, what was the only used the driver? Um, Italian job? No, that he was like a driver, like uh, a transporter. 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 Yeah, yeah, that was that was a pretty good series. Yeah, transporting. Transporting the transport. What was he transporting in that? Money? It just depended on each movie. The first time, I think it was a chick. Could you see Gary being a transporter? Actually, I could definitely see Gary as an Uber transporter, like limousine driver. What would Gary be in the Meg? I'm envisioning he brings pizza to the crew. (laughs) He has a shark. He has a swimsuit on, like one of those body suits, but it's... It's got Hawaiian logos on it. And he's like, pizza. <laughs> pizza. It's got anchovies. Anchovies. 
fresh. Or would he be a guy that's like confused down in the sub and he needs help because he can't, he doesn't know where he's at. And Statham shows up and carries him up in his arms. I, I see him as being one of the bad guys on the the ship. Ooh, that we've made producer Gary a bad guy. Yeah, I think I think he'd be a bad just because you know. Uh, they were trying to attack the, you know, the other people. And do they give Gary as the bad guy an actual bullet in his gun, or do they just give him fake bullets? He's not Barney. I mean, come on now. <laughs> yeah, no, I got the one bullet. In he my would pocket. shoot his foot off. Let's be honest. No, uh, I would. I, y'all know me. I load. I load shotguns, wrong. So I shot Brad. So they end up at a resort called Fun Island. It looked anything but fun to me. Like, I'm so crowded. Is everything in Asia crowded? Yeah. Like, it makes me not want to go to Asia ever. Like, I don't, if my wife's like, hey, Brad, let's go visit Japan. I'm like, I don't really know. Like, Japan's a little different from China. But it looks crowded every time I see it. Like, it's a lot of crowds. In the cities, it's like that. But once you get out in space, I mean, there's. But Fun Island looks unsafe. Fun Island. That's still. The and it's such an uncreative name. name. Welcome to Gary's name. Fun Island. <laughs> he brings the fun, and he brings Gary. You'd have a roller coaster going underwater th- through a meg, you know. That's where producer, he's on Fun Island dressed in a costume like a, like a mascot. And he's waving. He's the mascot at Fun Island. I, I just feel like Fun Island's anything but fun. What's the, what is... Your worst amusement park experience. I have one. Go ahead and tell yours and I'll tell mine. So my wife and uh, my niece were going, wanted to go to Carowinds. And my wife was like, I was like, I really don't want to go. It's hot outside. She's like, you're just a wussy, Brad. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I I don't like riding roller coasters. Full disclosure, don't care to ride them. I em. love roller coasters. I don't care about them. So she's like, let's go. She talks me into it. So we're driving. She says, let's stop, get something to drink. She gets her a coffee, cold brew coffee. I don't understand why she's doing it, but I'm like, okay. We get there. We get in line. Top Gun. We're riding the Top Gun roller coaster. And I'm, I'm, I'm showing her, I got this, right? And um, she goes, I think I got, I got to throw up, Brad. So she leaves me and my niece in the line. She goes down and throws up. Comes back, leaves again, goes and throws up. Finally says, y'all just ride this ride. So I rode the roller coaster. Then we got in line to ride another roller coaster, and she kept throwing up. And she's finally like, we need to go. So we got in the car, and she threw up in our car in the parking lot. Poor Chris. Yeah. So I make fun of her all the time. Like We actually went to an amusement park, and I rode more roller coasters than you, and you claim I can't ride roller coasters. You called me a wimp. So, uh, have you been back since? I feel no. like I would not want to go back if that was if that was my last day at the at the amusement park. I would have been like, yeah, I wouldn't want to go back. That's the power move on me, right? She's been back. I, no, I don't think she's been. We have been back once. We took Max when he was a baby, but we didn't ride. Any, we just let him do rides. Like we didn't really do much. You know, that's what you do when you got a four year old. Because yeah. you nobody nobody likes riding by themselves, right? You want to enjoy it. But yeah, I, I showed my wife. I'm like, you know what? I'm the best roller coaster rider here. All right, so back in the day, Project Graduation, 1988. Long hair, long red hair at this time? Yeah, yeah. it was either 88 or 89. It could have been my my girlfriend's uh, Project Graduation, but 
We we go to Carowinds. We're riding Thunder Road, and a, a drizzle starts to happen. And so as we're coming around into the uh, you know the loading and unloading dock. They're hitting those electric brakes. Well, the electric brakes weren't working because of the water. And oh my god! So we, we we zip on through there. We get to the bottom hill. They stop it, and they and then they say, "Okay, we're going to try this again." So they go through again. And, uh, again, brakes don't work. You know, you can feel them trying to catch and it's not catching. Third time, they get to the bottom of the hill, and they say, okay, we're going to try it one more time. And, I mean, there's people, like, cussing to get off because, you know, they're scared. Well, yeah. So, the Meat Thunder Road was, like, one of my funnest rides. So uh, that's my favorite roller coaster of all time. So, we go around uh, one more that's time. Good. Brakes don't work. So, the next time they come, and they stop us at the bottom of the hill, and then we had to walk down off the hill, you know, um, to, to, to get off the ride. So that that was to me. I mean, that was a funny story because it was you know, it, I love roller coasters. It didn't bother me. The fun part of it was listening to people who were scared, literally throwing every four letter word, being upset about it. You know, mm-hmm. and just I was laughing. I was I was laughing at that because I just thought it was funny. You know. Well, see, I was never the roller coaster guy. My sister will ride roller coasters. My dad would, but people like I'd get on. I got on a couple, but I still don't like to do them. But my sister and my dad would ride um, before they got the Fury. They'd ride, like, um, the Intimidator, like, every time. We had season passes, so they'd get, it on, they'd get on it, like, every time. They said one time, one time they got, like, the last ride before it started raining, so they were going to shut it down after that last one. But it started raining while they were on the ride. They said it was stinging their face like needles going down that, yeah. that ride. That was I also went to Cedar Point, uh, which is up in Ohio. Um, one of the be- it's probably the best roller coaster park in the country. That's what my wife says. Cedar Point's oh, the best. It is awesome. So one, but of, she thinks everything in Ohio is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I disagree. Uh, I have to tell you about a Buckeye story after the podcast later uh, okay. that I had with today with some on social media. Um, so uh, we're up on this this one that's called oh, I can't think of the name of it anymore, but it's it's one of those roller coasters that's all about speed and it's smooth. It's one of the metal ones, and literally it's one of the smoothest roller coasters you ever go on. But it at the time I think it was a, like two hundred and ten feet high, or at least the drop was. That's a lot. So we're up on that, and and it's literally right beside the lake. And this was probably. Uh, early summer late spring where it still gets kind of windy up there sometimes we're on the top of that roller coaster and you could feel the wind rocking the coaster back and forth as you're you're coming up to the top no i'm out (laughs) i I, my fear is being on one that gets stuck or crashes like i don't i don't want to die on a stupid roller coaster i think that's a terrible way to die although my son and i watch youtube vids of all the stories of people dying on roller coasters And it's always hilarious to me because people, not the dying, but it's hilarious the brain power of some of these people that think they can like run under the fence and get something yeah. while the roller coaster's coming in and they get beheaded. You're like, uh, dude, just wait till it stops. Tell the order, or the people, the orderly, tell the person running it, go ahead and get it. Yeah. Like, it's stupid. One, one more story. Uh, we were at um, kind of like a fair over in Charlotte back in probably, I'd say my college years. And we were on the Ferris, the Ferris wheel, and uh, not the, is the Ferris wheel the big one that goes, uh, um, yeah, Ferris wheel. So we're at the top of the Ferris wheel, and they're they're like stopping every so often, to let let people off of it, and then they'll 
you know, and they'd let a next car down. So you're kind of like going like this until they get everybody off. Well, we're up there, and I look over, and I swear, Brad, I swear I saw a bolt pop out of one of the, the things on the side. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, I'm never riding. I've never rode a fair ride since. Like ones that I know, like where they go from town to town mm. and set up and tear down these rides in, you know, um, I don't want to hit on the educational level of those who um, carnies. Carnies. Yeah. Oh, what if, what if we all three were carnies? We just drive, well, people. We we tell the listeners that we're carnies. Oh, we actually travel and do like, fair setups, and we yeah. we miss bolts every now and then. I think we have too much teeth, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got too much teeth to be carnies. And we don't, fe- fear to take meth, you know. Yeah. yeah, we don't do enough drugs to be carnies. Yeah, and we're not alkies. Um. So back to the trench. This movie is so boring and so stupid. Predictable. They get to Fun Island. All of a sudden, we see an octopus. I don't understand the octopus. Yeah, I thought I thought that was kind of like a throw-in. Oh, movie producer guy says, "Hey, I don't think the shark's enough for this. Let's get a killer octopus who comes into the play." Oh my gosh. And Jason Statham was like, I'll get to punch an octopus? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like, it's so dumb. And he's on his jet ski. I'm like, what in the world? He gets on jet skis a lot. He like, Have you ever ridden on a jet ski? Yeah. I've, been, I've never been on a jet ski never, in my life. never driven one, but I've been on one. I've, I've oh, ridden, you rode yeah. behind someone holding them around the waist? Was this, <laughs> I uh, knew that was, was this a girl? I just knew that was coming, Gary. Was this a girl up. or a guy? Well, this is when I was a kid. It was um a friend of my dad's, I think. Okay. We never owned a jet ski. Gary's kid stories. <laughs> He's still why, a kid, so why, it was last week. Why do I, why do, I do this to myself? <laughs> All right. So has there been any other, other than Jaws, has there been any other really good water movies? Like good yes. ones? either underwater or. Yes. Good ones? Deep Blue Sea was really good. Where they made a big bionic shark, um, that was good. Uh, oh, that's because it had Rappaport, Samuel Samuel Jackson, Rappaport, and uh, L yeah. L Cool J. Uh, Forty seven meters below was pretty good. See, I'm a sucker for shark movies. I watch See, them all. I was gonna say, I feel like if you described a movie to me and said it's like it's it's about a robot shark and it's got Samuel L Jackson and L Cool J, and it'd be like. This this is not gonna be a good movie. It's it might be funny, but it's not gonna be a good movie. I've seen imagine. Shark I've seen Sharknado. Oh, oh my gosh. It's pretty funny. Uh The Shallows with Blake Lively is a good shark movie. What about The Abyss? Never watched it. It's too boring for that's, me. It looks boring. That's got Ed Harris in it. Um I did watch Sphere. Deep Star Six. Nope. I thought Sharknado seemed that like one's got a Greg Evigan in it. Oh man, BJ and the Bear. BJ and the Bear. Oh yeah. gosh, we've talked about that on here before. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Riding around We're a truck, about pets and tractor pets. trailer with a monkey. And I wanted a chimpanzee. Yeah, Gary now wants a pet Meg. No. <laughs> He's gonna be like, "That's my Meg over there in a big in a big aquarium." All right, well, here's here's just a list of all these bad movies. Uh, Lords of the Deep. Nope. The Rift. Uh no, I've never. Water seen World, that. one of the worst movies of all time. I don't think I've seen that. Kevin Costner? I know. I haven't seen it. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, the nope. 1997 version. Mm. Uh, I said I was a shark fan, but I haven't seen any of these yet. Spear? Mm, yeah, saw that in the theater. Deep Deep Blue Sea? Yeah, yes, you mentioned that very one. good. Uh, AI? 
AI. That's not a shark movie. A Steven Spielberg movie about the robot boy? No. Yeah, that's not a shark that. movie. It's not a shark. It's, it's an undersea kind of thing. Um, Atlantis, The Lost Empire. No, it's a cartoon. Don't want to watch it. Deep Shock. Nope. Justice League, Throne of Atlantis. That was an animated one. Ju- no. Oh, gosh. Uh, Deep. That's animated. Uh, uh, it, <laughs> Aquaman, by the way, worst. Deep I don't scene. like Aquaman in the... That's stupid. He can only do his stuff underwater. So, like, if if I'm Aquaman, I got to pull producer Gary into the water to then Aquaman him. See, I like Aquaman. Aquaman was good. I've never seen Aquaman, though. That's really good. Uh, I think you're just jealous of, of Jason. I wish I had his hair. I imagine your hair was like his hair when uh, you were young, I but never red. Had that long. You should just say that, just to uh, go along with it. I told you, my hair was like the guy in the mask. That was probably. Oh my gosh! <laughs> we need to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put you're that gonna, every time you watch. You gonna watch that movie and you are gonna say, "That's what Rods look like in high no, school." I'm going to put your photo on the mask. Instagram with, but I'm gonna put your face on the guy's yeah. mask. That's what I'm doing. That's happening tonight. Oh, speaking of Aquaman, he's got a new one coming out this year. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Yeah, I don't care. Another new one coming out. It's called Iron Lung. Iron Lung. There's one person living in the world today in an Iron Lung. It's. Uh, it says it's an upcoming American science fiction horror film written, directed, produced by, and starring Mark Fishbach. Nope, don't know him. Um, I- Gary doesn't even know what Iron Lung it's is. It's based on well, a video game. No, I thought I'd seen one, and I don't know if I could live like that. I they think. used to scare us back in elementary school with the iron lung threats. Remember those, Roger? Yeah. Like, is that how you don't want to live in an iron lung. Is that how they got you to not smoke? Like, yeah. <laughs> and see, like, I don't know. I don't know how people live like that sometimes. It's like, I'd, I don't know if I'd want to be around for that. What for I'd, the iron lung? I'd rather. Just oh, go, well, I gotta have an just, iron lung uh, breathe for me. I'd rather just go. You know? Man, just what if? What if? I had an iron lung, and the only movie my wife would play for me was the Meg 2 all the time. And I just had to watch it on repeat on my iron lung. That was like my sister used to watch Grease 2 when it was on HBO back in the day. It would watch it, and then she recorded it. And she, I mean, she'd watch over and over again. Now, that was Michelle Pfeiffer in Grease 2, which was. That was prime Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. That is, she was, but, but still, it was just one of the worst musicals of all time. I don't like musicals. I don't either. I get blasted because I don't want to watch The Greatest Showman. Oh no! Yeah, no, never yeah. watched it. Like I'm getting black, I get blasted at yeah. work about that. You, yeah. you don't watch the. You've never seen the Greatest Showman. Oh my <laughs> <No>. gosh! <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not. I, I'm a married man. Why would I want to watch? Yeah, the greatest exactly. Showman? Hamilton I've was good. It. I did see Hamilton. You saw Hamilton? I liked Hamilton. Oh my gosh! Just because it was different kind of music. I don't want to see Hamilton. I've seen both of those. Just for the record, producer seen, Gary's seen Hamilton. I've seen Hamilton and the Greatest Showman. And I've seen Pitch Perfect, but that's because my sister. Oh, Pitch that. Perfect's good. Yeah, Pitch I will, Perfect. Yeah, Pitch Perfect's good. The, now, Pitch Perfect gets the pass because it was full of females. I think that's one. Yeah, like. Sweeney Todd was good. I the Demon that Barber because that's a horror movie. Yeah, I, I kind of want to see that. Mama Mia is good because it's got ABBA all in it, which no. is good. I like ABBA. No. So those are my three musicals. You could put a gun to my head, and I would say uh, instead of watching. What about Mama Nine to Mia. Five? Is that a musical? I think it is, no. right? The one with uh, Dolly Parton? It had two like two songs in it. Working nine to five um, to get my fake was, boobies. Working nine to five. <laughs> I was going to say, I, yeah, that one wasn't a musical. That, like you said, it had like a couple songs. That's the one where they're like trying like to what, kill what, their boss. What's the recent right? one that was a couple years old that was like a high school kid who 
Then another high school kid committed suicide. And, oh my gosh! Um, we're bringing up suicide now. Yeah, it was, but it, I mean, it was. I watched it. I thought it was a decent movie, was but musical? it was a musical. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Um, how have we not done a Dolly Parton movie on here yet? How many? We Dolly should Parton do nine movies? to five just so we have Jane Fonda back. I didn't think but that, that was a good that comedy wasn't back a bad in the day. Movie. It was. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't think it was straight a talk. Movie. Straight talk with remember that movie with Dolly Parton? Producer Gary's looking. Oh yeah, up. yeah. She was talk show host. 1992. Yeah. I remember that man. Dolly. Dolly was the standard when you're 12. Oh, the what was the one that with the the church choir, the singing? Uh, oh, was she and Sister Act? The singing Temptations or something like oh, that. Oh, I don't know. No, that was one that had it had Beyonce and it had um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Never seen. Oh, the Fighting Temptations. Yeah, that was never it. seen it. That was good. Dolly Parton was the standard producer Gary back when I was 12 on on chess. Like you want them like Dolly Parton's. You want a girl that has them like Dolly Parton's. But she's all, like, she's like 99% plastic now, right? 100%. She's more like a Barbie doll at this point. She she is Made by Mattel. So she could have been in the Barbie movie. (laughs) She could have been a real. She can't go out in the sun or she might melt. Yeah, she could have been a real Barbie in the Barbie movie, but just old Barbie. Because she's about 80 now, I think. She's got to be 80. Yeah. But 30 years ago. Just got inducted to the Rock and Roll Roll Hall of Fame. Really? When she was 50? I was going to say she was still 50, bro. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> she might have been younger than that. Nine to 30, five? Hold on. 30 years ago? Well, you said 30 years ago. She's 80 now. I don't a, think she's 80 yet. The There's no way she's 80. I don't know. I don't think anyone will ever truly know her age because she's, like like we said, she's like 90. 46. She's 77. So when nine to she five came out. Seventy-seven. Uh, when when nine to five came out, uh, which was in I'm looking. Like I did, I like I said, I didn't see that. Nine to five was working nine. I love that song, by the way. That was the first movie that Lily Tomlin and Jan, Jane Fonda were in together. Really, she was in Rhinestone. We should do a Dolly. Dolly Parton was in Rhinestone. She was also, I think she was in the... Best Little Whorehouse yeah, in Texas. Oh, yeah, we got a... Uh, 9 was, to 5 was, was 1980. She was in a couple uh So that Bert, would make her... Films. 34 in that movie, in 9 to 5. And Straight Talk in 92, that would make her... Uh, 12 years later, 46. But you still, yeah, Dolly Parton was the standard. Uh, she also sings one of my favorite songs with Kenny Rogers, Islands in the Stream. How did we get on? Did I get us on Dolly Parton? Um, I don't know what we were talking about. I don't, I don't know, know either, I don't but know we, we went on a whole tangent on Dolly Parton. I think we went on a couple of different tangents there. <laughs> we went from oh, Still Magnolias. How did we forget that? Listen to me, girl. Yeah, My name is Dolly. You watched that movie? Yes. It's so sad. And we're about, you're about to die. My name is Truvy. Right, if he ever talks about taking anybody's man card away for watching a chick flick, that, that's Still it. Magnolias? Yes. Okay, we got to do straight talk. A woman ditches her small town life for big city Chicago where she becomes a sensation as a radio show host. If they remade this today, she would be a podcast host. Yeah, I'm, I'm, people don't do the. Radio. It's a five point seven out of ten on, on uh, IMDb. 
it grossed $21 million. That's pretty good back in 92. Yeah. Dolly has some loyal fans. But anyway. So this was a movie that had a bunch of horrible CGI CGI in it, right? Um, yes. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And plot, plot sucked. Uh, I don't even think I did a plot synopsis for this movie. I, I think, yeah, I think we... Ugh, it doesn't matter at this it. point. We lost yeah. that. We um, had more fun with Sharkles. Yeah, Sharkles. And uh, I was trying to think what else. Uh, there was another question I had. He first. saves the day, by the way. Yeah. If you're, Good if, guys win. The people you thought were going to get killed, get killed. If you're hoping Statham would get beat by the Meg, you lost that bit. Uh, question. Um, did the uh, the one black guy, did he survive? Yeah, yeah, he did. They all survived. I don't think... I, no, there were some that were killed. I can't remember who died. I would, I'm just going to say... I liked him. He was he was pretty good. Uh, he's been in a couple... Need a wisecrack inside. Page. Kick. Was it Page Kennedy? So, yeah. Anything else about this movie? Got any reviews? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. There's a handful of horrible reviews. All right. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes said 28% of 178 critic reviews were positive with an average rating of 4.5. Uh, one guy said, it, it isn't without the its fun moments, but Meg 2, the trench, suffers from a disjointed story that drifts f- for far too long before finally delivering a few campy thrills. Um, some say mixed or average. Uh, Roger Ebert said gave it one out of four stars. He said at least until the final. Or Roger Ebert dot com because he's no longer alive. He's been yeah. dead, right? Uh, at least until the final half, uh, final half hour when it's finally free to unleash some monstrous chaos. This is one of the dullest films of the year. Oh. A plotting, poorly made giant shark movie. That inexplicably, inexplicably lets the giant shark take a back seat to an evil underwater drilling operation. I got a few reviews. One is from Stephen Pierce Scrivener. I'm always thrown off by dudes that have, you know, maiden names and last names. It's weird to me. But um, I assume it's his maiden name. I don't know. Uh, OMG, this is a great movie. Highly, re- highly recommend to all shark movie lovers. I would not take Steven's recommendations at all. Uh, great movie, said Gremlin Girl. I can imagine what she looks like. Uh, I have both movies, and I think they are great. Do these people get out? Uh, William Hubert Jr. says, just as good as the first one. Meg 2 is great. All these people should love our podcast because we talk about movies they love. Terrible movies. Roger, movie torture, movie gold. Torture. Easily. Yeah. yeah it, I guess it would be like I'd rather have my head under, held underwater uh, for five minutes than have to watch this movie again. I'd rather have been in that thing that exploded underwater than have to watch this again, man. This is by far the worst movie I've seen all year. There. It is horrible. Like of all the four we did this month, this one is the worst. Yeah. It this one, I'm gonna say. Uh oh. He's coming for you, Uma. It's tied with Batman and Robin for me. It it's too long. It's long. It's it's a two hour movie, man. You're 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 it's two hours. 
and, and 50 minutes is just watching them underwater talk. Uh, this is a bad movie. Like, yeah. this might be worse than Batman and Robin. I never want to watch the Meg 2. Meg 3 comes out, unless you force me to watch that for this podcast. Never watching it. I'm not going back for Meg 3. Now, Megan, I might watch a Megan sequel about the little robot girl. What about a, a robot shark that looks just like Megan? Oh, I might watch oh, wow. that. A robot shark that looks like Megan. But I feel like if producer Gary had never seen a shark movie and we showed him Meg 2, he'd never want to watch another shark movie. He'd be like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. So that's how you know this movie sucks. This movie's garbage. Terrible movie. This might be my new standard. It's not as bad as Meg 2. Yeah. Because Meg 2 is... Oh, my God. It's a turd. It's it's a smelly turd. It's terrible. Yeah. Anything else you want to add, Raj? No, bad is bad. What about producer... Who would producer Gary have been? Well, didn't we say he was... Oh, we did, yeah. He's the... Uh, Pizza, underwater pizza delivery, yeah. Or a bad guy at the... A bad guy, yeah. Who has a gun, but he doesn't get a bullet. I imagine, like, he's in the background, like, picking his nose, like, looking around, <laughs> going, what's going on around here, guys? And they're like, producer Getty, we're supposed to be killing state. I'm like, no. I only have one bullet. <laughs> I only have one bullet. For that for that, for that, one or two female listener out there, uh, Gary is not the guy that Brad portrays him as. Yeah. He's actually a decent-looking, nice a good guy. guy. For Hannah. So, She's the only one that listens. It's a lady. Yeah. She's the only one with ovaries. I said the one or two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hannah's the only one with ovaries that turns hits play on our podcast. But we do like women to listen. So if you want to listen, ladies. If you're a woman and you're listening to this, let us know. Let, yeah, us, let us know. know if you're a woman, please tell us <laughs> if you're a woman. And if you're single, let producer Gary know. He needs a fourth wife. Uh, yeah, for producer Gary, for my friend Roger. My name is Brad. We'll see you next time on Movie Torture. Peace.